Welcome to the Faith Mama Mondays podcast. I'm Dominique. I'm Ryan. And I'm Janice. And we're just three mamas who love God. We're not perfect and we mess up. A lot. But we have been called to a mighty work. Motherhood. We're on this journey with you. Yes, it gets messy. There are days you might cry. But we're here to remind you, you are not alone. We're in this together. Faith Mama Mondays is a place where we can connect, laugh, and even cry together. It's a beautiful community. Motherhood brought us together. Christ holds us together. Welcome to Faith Mama Mondays. Welcome back to another episode of Faith Mama Mondays. This is our last episode on the subject of peace. And we are so excited because every fourth Monday, we bring a listener on the podcast so we can learn what God is revealing to you guys about the topic of the month. Remember, Faith Mama Mondays is not just about Dominique, Janice, and Ryan. It's about you as a listener, too, and what God is revealing to you because we're on this journey together. So today we have the amazing Miss Shannon LeVan with us. And guess what, you guys? I got her name right. So how are you doing, Shannon? I am exhausted, but I'm good. I am really good. Oh, we're so happy that you're with us. And you know what, guys? Shannon has a reason to be exhausted because guess what? This woman is hands down amazing. She's a mompreneur, and she is just the most beautiful person both inside and out. And so we are very excited to talk to her during this episode. But before we hear from Shannon and get into today's topic, you all know what time it is. It's time for Mom Life Roll Call. Oh, yeah. So, Ryan, can you tell our listeners what Mom Life Roll Call is all about? Of course. This is one of my favorite parts of the show, Mom Life Roll Call. So this is the time in the show where we talk to each other about hilarious, most of the time gross, unpredictable mom life moments that we've had during the week or or in our past experiences. So, ladies, do you guys have any mom life moments that you'd like to share today? All right, guys. So I have one from a listener who sent one in, and that listener just happens to be my mom. Woo-hoo! (laughs) Which means the mom life moment is about baby Dominique. I'm like, oh, no, I have to read this. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to go ahead and read my mom's mom life moment about me, which is pretty hilarious. Um, So my mom said her mom life roll call memory, um, she'll give it a title, and it's No Such Thing as Too Clean. And again, my mom's name is Christina. Um, So I'm excited slash kind of petrified to read this. All right, here we go. Okay, it says, well, this one is about your host, Dominique. Hmm, when she was about one to two years old, she was walking back to our house with me, and she was known as our little princess. Oh, goodness. Well, little princess fell down, and her hands landed on the ground. She rose up and turned her hands towards her holding them in the air and yelling and screaming, showing them back towards her and then back towards me as if a monster or something was over her. (laughs) She is comical, but my baby girl had never gotten dirty before. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Let alone played in dirt at the time. 
My neighbor said that she would never forget this. She was crying because she couldn't believe a two-year-old had never got dirty. Dominique was always pristine clean until that day she lost her mind, waving her hands up in my face and wiping her hands on me, which I was going to do anyway, but she had to get the dirt off. And she said that her dad, which is my grandfather, always used to say, that doesn't make any sense that a two-year-old has never gotten dirty. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) (laughs) So if anybody knows me, they know that I now struggle with keeping things clean, like my house. So this is hilarious (laughs) that I was the pristine, clean two-year-old. Wow. My house had to change. (laughs) So I've got one. Uh, This actually happened last night. And... (laughs) So it's kind of a running joke um, in our family that our baby, she gets the label as bougie. And uh, it's more so because of her taste in food is um, of a certain quality, should you say. (laughs) She likes fancy things. She likes smoked salmon and guacamole and not really your typical kind of kiddo kind of food. So she she gets that reputation in our family. And um, so last night she was drinking some fancy sparkling water, and she was drinking it out of um, the can. And so she's drinking it, and I see the water start to, like, dribble all the way down her face. But then she, like, starts hysterically screaming, like, screaming bloody murder I'm like what what happened like did you just like drink too much and then instantly I realized no the carbonated water went up her nose and like it's draining down her throat so she's like screaming crying and I'm trying to console her meanwhile also laughing and then like finally after like a minute of crying or two minutes of crying she calms down and she crawls back into my husband's lap and she goes more Mom life. Look, I'll give one, and I won't. Um, I won't leave Dominique out there by herself. Since you were so brave <laughs> to talk about yourself, my mom actually reminded me of something about myself. And ironically, I was about to turn to, um, and she said that her and my dad were sitting down, and my birthday was getting close. And so um, she told me, she said, "Guess what, baby? Your birthday is coming." And apparently at that moment, I ran to the door and said, where? Where is it? (laughs) Now, you know, they laughed at that because they were saying they were a little concerned about my intellect. But to me, I was just turning two. How was I supposed to know that a birthday wasn't a thing? Apparently, I was used to stuff happening and excitement, so I wanted to know where my birthday was. If it's coming, where is it? Let's go. That's funny. It makes sense to me. You know, but they still laugh. Uh, Thirty plus years later, we're just gonna leave the plus there. It still cracks them up that I was looking for my birthday. So that was definitely a uh, mom life moment. So to my mother Tina, thank you so much for making that a lasting memory. Okay, I have one. Since you were um, talking about birthdays, it actually reminded me. 
on my fifth birthday, and it's pretty bad because there's a picture, and the picture, if I could show you the picture, it says it all, but I'll describe it. So it's my fifth birthday, and um, I was sitting in a chair with my play cousin, and they had brought the cake over, and they were singing, and, you know, I'm ready to blow the candles out. So he beat me to it. So my cousin blows out my candles, and I just kind of sat there looking like shell-shocked, like, I don't, I don't know what to do. What just happened? <laughs> but when they, and who, I don't know who it was, but somebody snapped the picture at like the exact moment. So there's proof, there's evidence that he blew up my candles. But I think there was like a little bit of snot like running down my nose, and I just looked so pitiful. It was, <laughs> it was very traumatic. It was, it was very traumatic. Oh. So I missed my fifth birthday candles, and um, <laughs> he was never to be trusted around cakes again after that. <laughs> I love this. I love how the mom life has turned about turned around into mom as a child life. This is awesome. <laughs> I love how you guys stand in solidarity with me. But I'm going to put my kids on blast because I want to. Um, so here we go. <laughs> um, I am today. I am putting on blast my son Noah. And if he grows up, when he grows up and listens to this, haha, Noah, I have tons of stories about you. So. What happened was, there Noah tends to disappear mm-hmm. places, like just gone. Like you can't find him. He's so like he's so light on his feet. And so one day, I just remember saying, Noah, Noah, and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I lost my kid. What kind of mother am I? Where is he? Did he get out of the house? I'm screaming his name at the top of my lungs, going back and forth from room to room to room, just screaming. And then I stand in the living room, and I'm screaming, Noah, 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 nothing. And then I walk into the dining room. My son has turned around the recliner chair, heard me the whole time screaming his name, and is sitting in the recliner chair with a bag of cookies, eating every cookie ever so quietly so that I don't catch him. I was like, Noah, I thought you were lost. And he goes, I'm sorry, Mommy. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, first of all, how did I not hear you? How did I not hear you? <laughs> so that was like a couple of weeks ago. And just to add on to that, there was a day where um, Uncle Mike, which is uh, one of my husband's friends, he put a root beer in the fridge. And he walked away, and he was doing something in the kitchen. And then he comes back, and he said, Dominique. And I was like, what? He says, my root beer is gone. I was like, what do you mean your root beer is gone? He was like, the cup is here, but the liquid is gone (laughs) out of the cup. (laughs) And he was like, I've been standing here this whole time, like, in the kitchen. I was like, well, who took it? And everybody looked at each other, and it was like, it was Noah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he had reached in, drank the root beer, put it back on the shelf where it was, and walked away. All before Uncle Mike could turn around and know it was gone. Get it. That's that's like some superhero kind of stuff. I know. That's gangster right there. That's gangster. Yeah, he's like a sniper. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Go Noah. He's like Noah the ninja. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So stealthy. <laughs> All right, so that was my mom life moment, but now it is time to jump into uh, this week, this last week. I can't believe we're at the last week of peace, and we are going to jump into this topic and really talk about what God has been doing in our lives 
um, personally, how we are being stretched, how we are being grown. And to kind of frame the conversation for us today, uh, I've just been listening back to all of the podcasts for this month, and the big overwhelming thing that God has been speaking to us about is peace is a choice. Peace is a choice. And let's go all the way back to where we all started with Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, and go all the way through uh, verse 9. And I just remember Alexis um, having a conversation with her, how she was talking about this is her favorite scripture. And Alexis, I've got to say, this has now become my favorite scripture. Granted, every scripture I read is like my favorite scripture. I'm like, ooh, this is so good. Um, but this is, has really framed my life these past couple weeks. So let's just read it again. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 9, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. So we kind of took that a little further. And now I want to ask you ladies, when we talk about peace as a choice, and then we hear that scripture. What do you think about? Oh, for me, it's, it's, that peace is also is a choice, but it's also like a mindset. Um, mm. You know, the end of the scripture talks about whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Like, that's a mindset. That's instruction to say, you know, we, we should be thinking about things that honor God. It is. It really is a mindset. And it's like shifting our mindset is also a choice. And some of the things that have kind of plagued our minds for so long, especially surrounding this topic of peace, um, some of the things that have plagued our minds for so long, we actually have to consciously choose to not let those thoughts drive our life. And I think about some of the things, even for me as a mom, um, the whole running to-do list, right, that we talked about at the beginning. I was like, that's normal. That's normal, right? That's what every mom, that's, every mom understands that. And God has been talking to me like, what if it's not normal? What if you can make a different choice? Would you do it? And so that's a bit a big thing for me. God's like, question everything that is getting in the way of your peace that you thought was normal. Ask yourself, is it really normal? Or is it something I've accepted because a lot of people go through the same thing? Anyway, all these thoughts are really kind of coming into my mind. And God's like, is it really normal? Meaning, is this how you came into this earth? Is this what I gave to you? Is this how you were designed to operate? Is it normal for you? Is this how you should behave? And now I'm questioning everything, really, in, in saying, is it taking away from my peace? And if so, do I really want to hang on to this thought process and this way of living? So yeah. I feel like I can kind of add to that only because um, when, 
when you guys first started with the podcast um, and, you know, you were asking, you know, what does peace mean for you, um, I realized that I had no idea, mostly because I hadn't thought about my life having or not having peace. I didn't see it as something that wasn't necessary, but just more so I just hadn't realized what it looked like or what it was supposed to look like or that I was, you know, supposed to have it. Um, And so since listening to the podcast, that's something that I find myself thinking more about. It's like, well, hmm, is this peaceful? I don't know. Let's think about that. And so I, I think it's great that this is what we were talking about because, you know, sometimes you can kind of be ignorant to something and then, you know, when it's brought to your attention all of a sudden you've got this new level of awareness and now you can add some some more value to your life because it's like, I probably was missing peace because I didn't recognize that it wasn't there or that it was there. So now that I know that it should be there, you know, I can actively do things to create create that space for it in my life. That is so good. That's really good. That's awesome. One word that stuck out to me as you were reading the last part of chapter nine, and I'm, I mean, sorry, verse nine, and I'm so glad that um, you read that was the word practice, because I know everyone's like, oh no, it's the last episode on peace. Oh my goodness, good news, you can replay it. Awesome. <laughs> Second great thing is that you know, with peace, peace is something that we have to practice. So we're going to have to continue to do this over and over and over and over again until we get even better at it. So I, I just want to encourage people that as they're going, sorry, you guys know this is a London segment because she always has to talk when we're on. So she's making her debut right now as we're talking about peace, and I'm practicing being peaceful as she's talking. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I want to encourage everyone to just keep that in mind because it's encouraging me. Because, you know, like as we were going through this, I'm like, yes, okay, I, I understand what, what my peace blockers are, great. Take out a little peace, you know, box, great. But then, you know, every day is a choice. Every day is a conscious effort. Every day is something we have to put into practice because it's our gift, and we just have to go after it like every day. It's kind of like getting up to brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. So don't forget to put it into practice. I'm learning that so much. So this is great. I'm glad we went further and got into chapter. I mean, sorry, I keep saying chapter. Into verse 9 because mm-hmm. that is so huge, putting it into practice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That, yeah, and that, that reminds me, Janice, as you were talking about, you know, putting into practice and, and getting up, like, you know, brushing your teeth, it reminded me, it took me back to the scripture in Galatians where um, we're instructed to put on the full armor of God. And one of those pieces of our armor is the shoes of peace because God really has called for us to walk into peace. And, and like you said, it, it, it's wow. practice. It's every day. It's oh, getting yeah. yourself dressed. It's getting yourself ready and, and putting putting on that armor of God, putting on those shoes of peace and, and walking in that peace and, and um, practicing what, what we're learning. So that as soon as you said that, my, that's where my mind went. Mm. I had something else to add. Um, as you we were rereading um, Philippians 8, it remind, I'm like listening to it. I was like, why does this sound so familiar? Other than because we've been talking about it. But I was like, why does it sound so familiar? And I realized it was actually a song that I had learned as a child. Um, I had um, this really cool tape. Look, I'm dating myself. I had a tape. <laughs> um, 
and the singer, his name is Steve Green, and he the album was Hide Him in Your Heart, and the song was literally like Philippians 4.8, and they sung the verse, and it's so funny because I'm like, as you're reading it, I'm like singing the song in my head, and I think um, having it in song form is something that you can kind of like sing it to yourself to remind yourself this is what you're supposed to mm-hmm. be doing. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, I got the song, I know it's here. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be focusing on. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure. Um, so if you can, I would look it up. If They have it on YouTube. You can look it up on YouTube um, to find the song. It's called Think About Such Things. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. I'm going to try to um, look it up, too, and I'll put it in the description box below so you guys can just click the link uh, so that we can, like you said, just replay those things over and over again and kind of until they're in our heart. One of the things that I uh, have really been thinking about um, as far as the whole whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, and thinking and making a choice piece, if you guys don't know, Shannon is uh, my best friend. We talk about everything. And she constantly asks me questions that make me think. And one of the questions was, I was so stressed out. And I was trying to do this and do that and do this and do that. And she basically asked me a question like, who said that was your job? Who said that was your role? You're doing all of these things, but who said that was your role? And it kind of brings me back to this. It's like what, whatsoever is true. You have to understand what is true. What is God speaking in your life? Um, and I think that the kind of like the opposite of this conscious choice of peace is living our life on autopilot. That's the opposite. Right. It's like living our life with no thought, and it's just like this is what I have to do because I have to do it, and I'm never going to ask a question about it. Yeah, it drives me crazy. I'm pulling my hair out, and, you know, I, I struggle, and I, it's just really bad, and I'm having a bad experience, but this is what I'm supposed to do. And it's like, but wait, you know, let's stop running our life on autopilot turn that off and make a conscious decision to plug into God and to find out what's true about this mm-hmm. situation, what's noble, mm-hmm. what's right in this situation right now, as opposed to just trying to run around and causing so much chaos. It's like plug into God and get that truth and transform your life. Amen. So the next question that I have for you ladies is there was a few uh, different activities that we did. The first one was finding your peace bullies. The second one was um, putting in practice a prayer box. The third one was implementing uh, some biblically-based meditation, um, all to start to practice peace in our lives. And I was wondering for you guys, which one um, really stuck out or really hit home for you? Or is there another one that you found that really hit home for you to really be able to put into practice peace and to make sure that we are um, connecting with God on a regular basis? So for me, two of the three really, like, I connected with really, really on a um, really deep level. So the first was the biblical meditation. And I had this experience I think it was one day last week where, you know, my, my alarm went off. It was time to get up and start the work day. But before I even, like, opened my eyes, I just took, like, five to seven minutes to really just praise God, to pray, um, to give thanks, to worship God. And before I let my feet hit the floor, before I opened my eyes, like, that was the first thing that I did after my alarm went off. And so hard for me to articulate what I felt, but the way that my spirit felt after that for the entire day 
when I tell you the entire day, I literally mean the entire day. Like, my spirit was just so full. It, I, I, I had, like, this, like, um, level of, like, um, confidence and self-awareness and, like, love and peace and, like, joy in my heart, like, literally joy. And even my husband was like, oh, you're in a good mood this morning. I was like, I know, right? Uh, I, I strongly dislike waking up before 5 o'clock. And it was one of those mornings where my alarm went off super early. But um, practicing those that five to seven minutes of meditation before my feet hit the floor, that is something that I really connected with. And then also um, I had a really awesome experience doing the prayer box. Um, that was that was really powerful for me too. So I have to say, Ryan, I agree that both of that you said were awesome. So I'm not even going to repeat those. I'm going to throw out a new one. And you all bear with me because I'm going to be kind of transparent. So here we go. I have had to keep my peace over the last couple of weeks to talk out loud to myself and say, okay, Jernice, things are looking crazy right now. Let's take a couple of breaths. Let's breathe deep. Even sometimes when I was talking to London, I've had to talk to Jesus and talk to her at the same time so the three of us could meet so we could just keep some peace. So sometimes what I have found works is just talking myself Damn, like talking out loud, making known at that moment wherever I am, you know, and looking at people say, oh, talk to yourself or whatever. I wasn't really, kind of. But anyway, you know, it helps. It just kind of helps to escalate me and to kind of bring me down and to let me remember to be in that peaceful state. So I just realized the whole point is saying things out loud, sometimes confessing out loud, talking out loud was able to bring me peace as well. Mm, that's good. That's really good. I'm going to try that. Yeah, don't forget to try it with your kids because it works. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just, just want to let y'all know it works. That um, talking out loud piece, that, man, I'm going to try that too. It kind of makes me think about Genesis at the beginning, how God created everything just from his words. And it's like, okay, you want peace? Use your words to claim and declare um, peace into your life and into your into your situation even when it doesn't look like it because we know that peace is there and it's just a choice to say, hey, peace, I want you. So I'm definitely going to start declaring some things. And and I was actually there one day when Janice was like having a conversation with Jesus in London at the same time. It was hilariously awesome. And I was like, yeah, I need to do that because, you know, that would stop me from saying, ah, everybody just go to your room right now. Ah. So I'm going um, to try that. I think that's a great strategy. So one of the things that really stood out to me that has been helping me as far as peace is concerned uh, is there's, there's actually two. One is something that we did. The, the peace beliefs one really helped me to identify what was going on. But that prayer box, it just gave me some practical, like something I could hold on to and do. And I am a very kinesthetic learner. Um, so that worked so, I was like, this is, oh, so powerful. And it also stepped my prayer game up. Being completely transparent, my prayer game was nowhere near what it should have been. And so having that prayer box just looking at me like, yeah, Dominique, you need to step this up. And it just really reminded me also to give those things um, to God as opposed to trying to do them all myself. And then the last thing is not something we talked about, but I find that talking with other moms, has been helping me, like just talking about peace has been helping me, just hearing other people's views and concepts on peace and keeping peace on the forefront of my mind 
has really been transforming my life. And I'm just really excited about the conversations that we've been able to have on Facebook, um, through the page or on the group, the conversations I've been able to have with you ladies. I've also, people have been sending messages um, through Messenger on Facebook. That has been awesome. I've gotten emails. Like, it just kept it on the forefront of my mind. Like, yeah, this is real. Like, this is what God wants us to have. And so I just really appreciate the ability and the opportunity to communicate with so many moms about peace and keep it on my mind. Uh, One thing I did that I used to do and I stopped doing was making sure in the mornings, like I read my devotional and I prayed before I started my day. That helped a lot. Um, And I think as I continue practicing it and finding more times throughout the day to incorporate that, additionally, I think it will really have a bigger impact. That's powerful. And, oh, man, I also have to throw out there, you know what else? I know I've only been, I've only had it for about, a week, probably two weeks by the time this uh, this airs. The peace bracelet that Jernice made causes me to look at my wrist and say, oh, yeah, peace. Like, it just makes me think about it. Just when I look down, because, I, first of all, I know that's the reason that I purchased this bracelet. I know that that's the reason that it was created and made. And it just is like a memory jog. And it's so funny because there are times where uh, I was, like, having a moment and I know it was God. I know it was God. I was having a moment, and then my my youngest son would start playing with the bracelet. <laughs> and it would cause me to look at it and be like, oh, yeah. All right, Dominique, what choice are you going to make here? And I know that God was like, okay, you have this bracelet. I'm going to use this to remind you of what I have for you and what is accessible to you if you make a choice right now. Mm-hmm. And that has been completely transformative for me as well. Mm. Oh, girl, you and me too. (laughs) Janice, I'm putting that on my Christmas list. I'm going to send information and give it to my husband. I'm going to need that for Christmas. Mm. That's right. tell Mr. LeVan I got his name right. See, that's twice. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I know, you know, I want to say this because, um, you know, there are times in the Word where you'll read, um, and I know there's one particular place in Proverbs where it talks about letting love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck and write them on the tablet of your heart. When I heard that, I'm like, phew, bind it around your neck. That's kind of deep, isn't it? Driving home a strong point. But it's kind of like carrying something with you every day. And sometimes, like you just said, Dominique, like we need the reminders. I need the reminder every now and then because you're about to fly off the handle. You're about to forget where to be, you know, but it really helps you, again, to put those things into practice. So it's nothing wrong with a little reminder. It's kind of like having the, that little piece of string around your finger so you don't forget. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought about, but it's a really pretty string around your finger, and it actually goes around your wrist, and it's called a bracelet. So it's awesome. <laughs> yes, even though London calls them necklaces. So, yeah, you're right. No, <laughs> necklaces around your fist, you know? <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's just like that string around your finger. Even though I never really got the string around your finger thing because I tried that one time and I forgot why I put the string on my finger. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, why is this here? But this bracelet, I don't know. First of all, it looks like peace to me. Like the story mm-hmm. that it tells makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like a really awesome reminder. And, man, this is awesome. I am excited. I'm excited to do more segments like this where we can bring listeners on and just really learn from one another and keep that conversation going. Uh, but before we 
head off the line, Janice mentioned at the beginning that Shannon is an entrepreneur, a mompreneur, as, as we're known. Uh, <laughs> she's a mompreneur, and she has an amazing company called Busy Moms, and there is some awesome stuff that she's taught me about peace through what she does. She helps moms to be organized and helps moms with time management. So I want to stop for a minute and just ask Shannon, based on your expertise of what you do, what are some things that people can begin to practice in their lives that, that may support and help them as they develop and walk in peace? Okay. Um, so <laughs> I'm actually just doing a boot camp this week on time management, and one of the first things that I shared with my moms were, I call them my four secrets to success. They're not really secrets because we all know them already, um, but we need to be reminded of them every once in a while. One of them is balance. When you're sort of setting out your day or setting out your week, you know, it's easy to get over-involved in one thing. For example, um, you know, getting ready for Thanksgiving. You're really focused on Thanksgiving. But it's still a regular week. You know, you still have to make time for you and your family. Um, if you have a spouse, like, you, you know, you still have to have balance. Even though this big, massive thing may be happening, you can't get so sidetracked that you – you know, you go, you kind of go off kilter because that can definitely disrupt your peace. Another big thing is that it's okay to say no. And this is something that you've reminded me of, Dominique, is that when you say yes to someone, you're kind of saying no to yourself for something. Um, and it's not to say that you can't say yes to other people, but you have to sort of think about at what expense? Like, if I'm saying yes to you, is that going to cost me something that I can't afford to lose? You know, is saying yes to helping you do something going to create more stress in my life? Is, you know, saying yes to you going to mean that I don't get to have that quality time by myself? Um, and so remembering that it's okay to say no, because if your peace is something that you need to protect and you need to defend, then, you know, there are outside factors that might affect that. And you have to be aware enough to say, uh, if I say yes to that, that's going to mess up my peace because it's going to throw, you know, my life or my situation off balance. Um, so I feel like those things are very connected. Awesome. I'm excited about this boot camp and I'm going to ask you in a second about all the information about how we can access the boot camp. But you said something that was really uh, powerful, which was you've got to be okay with saying no. And it brought me back to uh, Philippians chapter 4 again, verse 8, where it's like whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right. And a lot of times we have to check, at least for me, I'm that girl, or I was, that woman that would say yes without even thinking, and then afterwards, like, oh, no, why did I do that? And one of the things that God's showing me through this scripture is that you have to actually be conscious when you're making these decisions and say what is right, what is pure in this situation, what is lovely in this situation. And what I found is that a lot of times I was saying yes out of fear, um, mm. which is not 
true. It's not pure. It's not right. I was actually saying no to peace and saying yes to fear. And I began to notice that. Like, I was afraid that if I say no, then how are they going to look at me? Or if I say no, are they going to be there for me when I need them? Or if I say no, like, there was so much that went into my yes that wasn't of God. And so it's like, checking that checking that ability to say no because a lot of times I, I think that we will find that fear fuels a lot of our yeses and fear mm-hmm. is completely anti-peace. I can totally relate to that. That's so good. Um, so, Shannon, tell us how we can access the boot camp. So, currently, go on my website, actually, um, and it says boot camp is one of the headers. You can click there and then you can register. Um, you can also shoot me an email at busymomsorganized at gmail.com, um, and then I can send you the registration info that way as well. And you can also check out my Facebook page and uh, join the group. Join, I have a Facebook group, and you can get information about it there as well. Awesome. And your Facebook group is Busy Moms Organized, is that right? Yep. Everything is Busy Moms Organized, yes. Awesome. Very and that awesome. Z, that busy's with a Z, right? Kind of oh, yeah. fancy. Yes with a Z because, you know. Yeah, because she's fancy. <laughs> you guys better sign up. I signed up. Like, I can't. I was hoping she was going to tell you guys how many kids she has because she oh. amazes me to be able to organize. Like, I'm signing up out of the sheer fact that if her life is organized, then I know I can organize my life. So I'm like, put me. I just enrolled tonight. I'm ready. <laughs> you guys sign up with the Z. Yes, with a Z. With a Z. Yes, I have four kids, and the oldest is five, and the youngest is nine months. Whew. Sign up. <laughs> Sign up. Amen. <laughs> and the fa- I think the fact that we're on this phone call, having this conversation, you have four kids talking about peace, lets us know that peace is not circumstantial. Like it. <laughs> If we were to say somebody had four kids under the age of five, you'd be like, peace, huh? What? Hmm? What? Um, And is a mompreneur and a wife and, oh, come on. And many other things that she'll have to – I don't want to spoil it all. I'll let her tell you guys about herself. You have to check her out. She's awesome. (laughs) Shannon's awesome. Shannon is awesome. That's why she's my best friend. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. You guys are awesome. Shoot. This podcast is over here rocking my life. I'm like, can I play it for my husband so he can get it? Amen. This is the last episode on peace. I'm so excited that this has happened. I'm also excited that next month we will be talking, or actually next week, we will be talking about hope. So that's going to be awesome. But we've got to go. So I'm going to ask Shannon. Shannon, can you pray us out today? I can. I can. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, um, I thank you for these women, Dominique, Janice, and Ryan, and the blessings that you've bestowed upon them and the calling for them to share those with others. Um, I just ask that the peace that you have already given us just help us Find it, reveal to us where it is, how we can find it, how we can keep it, and um, help us to continue to put those things into practice every day and to share it with others. Um, I also ask for rest because sometimes we just need to rest because when we rest, we can be closer to you and we can tap into you um, better. And we ask for balance 
um, Lord, our lives are hectic, but, you know, it doesn't always have to feel that way because you've, you've given us the peace and you allow us to have rest. And so just help us to find that balance so that we can continue to do your work and um, be the wonderful mother that you've called us to be, Lord. And um, I thank you for everyone that's listening, and I ask that you bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hey, mamas. That was the last episode for Peace Month. And what an awesome month it was. Full of fun and awesome revelation and awesome growth and stretching. If you want to remember all the awesome things that you've learned during Peace Month, I encourage you to check out faithmamas.com slash shop and find tons of different items such as peace t-shirts and peace bracelets to keep reminding you of walking in peace and that being a choice. Next month, we will be back on Faith Mama Mondays with the topic of hope. And I know you don't want to miss it. Bye, mamas.